Movies by Minutes, project number five. It's Silverado this time. That's no jive. By Lawrence Kasdan, who wrote the show. Best settled up now, kids, cause here we go. Howdy, and welcome back to another episode of the Silverado Minute Podcast. Each week, Movies by Minutes hosts examine the 1985 Lawrence Kasdan-directed Western Silverado, one minute of screen time per episode. I'm your co-host, Tabitha Carlisle, longtime guest of Movies by Minute podcasts. And I'm Dave Pounce, host of Five Minutes of Mystery, the podcast that covers the 1999 superhero comedy ensemble Mystery Men. And in today's episode... Uh, Slick dies, Mal and Ray remember that they love each other so much, and McKendrick and Emmett chase each other through the streets of Silverado. Yeah, pretty, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, that's, yeah, Minute 122, and welcome back. All right, um. Oh, yeah, that's Minute 122. Yeah, so, uh, so yeah, we were talking, we were talking some firearms, uh, yesterday, and, uh, yeah, I wanted to, I wanted to go over and make sure what, what rifle Mal walked in with. And if, well, if, if a host already mentioned it earlier, you'll hear it again. Uh, Hen- the Henry 1860 brass frame, uh, which was nicknamed Yellow Boy uh, for its uh, flamboyantly yellow brass receiver. This was, yeah, the Henry 1860 was updated version of the Volcanic Repeater uh, Rifles. Because uh, Volcanic went out of business, and then this is when Winchester came in in 1866 and started making the Winchester rifles that yeah Emick and McKendrick are using, which is like the rifle, the we- rifle that won the West, the rifle that made Winchester so much money that his wife she got haunted by ghosts and had to make the mansion that was bigger and bigger. That's the same Winchester. If you're ever <laughs> curious, so when they say Winchester Mansion, yes, it is because she had so much money. She was like a billionaire in 1800s time, and she. Had to make that because of possible ghosts. We're not, we're not sure. That's not the podcast for that, though. You gotta take it out with Jim. You gotta take it out. Maybe next season we cover Winchester Mansion. And not this. Not this year. I'm sorry. Just, I'm I'm still stuck on flamboyant yellow. That's I'm going. Yeah, I was going off of like the wiki <laughs> article. And I was like, yeah, it's flamboyant yellow. I guess. I mean, I was like, I guess. I mean, like you walk around and you go, I don't know who's yeah, who's got what brass and bronze and 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 uh, and, and tin. Uh, and, and, and silver guns. So, <laughs> hey, your, your brass is looking a little flamboyant there, guy. <laughs> hey, there's a bird word. I'll meet you outside the town of Silverado for a shootout. <laughs> so, Mc, all right, McKedrick. So, he's the guy that Emmett killed his father. Yes, because his father was going to shoot Emmett's brother Jake in the back. Okay, yes. Yep. <laughs> I got it because again, it's like everyone's like it's again like, yeah, a lot of a lot of characters in this movie. A lot of characters are like what their history is, and, and yeah, our main characters are like other than the two brothers. Like yeah, most of our characters are just strangers to each other, and they're like yeah, we have our own, we have each our own personal beefs, and we're gonna yeah. solve them all in the, <laughs> in the outskirts of Silverado. There's a lot of beefs in this movie. Yeah, a lot of a lot of beefs. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of beefs. Honestly, like like. All the, the ranchers and all the townsfolk that they saved, like, I assume they're living in this town, unless I've I, I misspoken, but, like, I assume there's a bunch of civilians, they're all, these citizens just, like, sit in their homes, like, under their bed frames, they're just like, what's going on out there? Like, oh, this guy's with a lot of beef right now, we just gotta, like, 
we gotta wait it out because they're gonna and you just they hear the horses like running around the 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 streets around the corners of gunfire all right looks like they're going up north now yeah it looks like they're firing at each other oh sounds like they're coming back down here everybody get back down everybody get back down get stay away from the windows <laughs> mckendrick's shooting i know it that would be um if that is how it actually was uh, that would be a strange time to live in, to be in a town where people just have shootouts. You might get your window shot out, you know, oh, here we go again. I wonder if that actually happened that often uh, as what it is in the movies. I would hope not. But did you ever, yeah, did you, now this is now this is a personal, this is probably a, a, one of my favorite, I guess, Western films. We're going to talk Western films. Uh, did you ever get, to, get a chance to watch The Quick and the Dead? I don't think I have. Who are you? I'm going to kill you if I have to ride all the way to hell to do it. The quick and the dead. You're either one or the other. Now on video cassette, exclusively from Columbia TriStar Home Video. Um, Sam Raimi of uh, the the original Spider-Man movies. He did this movie in the early '90s, and I think you might like it because Sharon Stone. This is mm-hmm. her movie. Like it's Sharon Stone. What kills me is that Sharon Stone could have really been the Charlie's Theron of her day. And it's just like she just didn't make it past like the mid nineties. It's like Hollywood just dropped her. Yeah. And and then like they picked up Charlie Theron in like the late nineties, early two thousands. And it sucks because like you watch Quick and the Dead, you realize this woman can hold her own in a movie. Like it's it's filled with Gene Hackman, a young Leonardo DiCaprio, Russell Crowe before he got like drunk and belligerent and started fighting people. At least you're drinking again. Yeah. I feel great. Um, you have like this huge cast of people you have this great direction by sam raimi and you have all these great shootouts and sharon stone is our freaking uh our 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 main character and she's like she's in town for her own beef and it's in middle of yeah this whole town they do these draws and these shootouts and like yeah it would be hell to live there because it's like bad corrupt men run the town they have their bloodlust of uh of shootouts i know Oh, maybe we'll get lucky. We'll have that minute next year. Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> Whatever Jim gives us. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Look, at, I mean, it was in a past minute for this movie, but um, uh, Emma and Jake's sister, they had asked, you know, would you want to move out to California with us? And she's like, no, the land is good. It's just the people. And I'm like, mm. that's why you move. Like, if you're <laughs> the people are bad, like, leave. <laughs> I wouldn't just stay for that because they live in town. It's not like they farm the land or anything. So get out, move to California. But back to this minute, minute 122. Yeah. Slick, uh, is, slick is dead. Slick is dead. Ugh, rest, rest, rest in slick. Say what? Say what? What? You said slick. What does that mean? Slick. That's what he calls people. Slick. Yeah. His knife in his chest. So now, now, now. When when McKendrick is chasing Emmett through the the city streets, it's funny that he's got a bead on Emmett. He really does. Like Emmett's almost like at a standstill, and like McKendrick aims at like at the at the little receiver block on the, his Winchester rifle. Of all the shots he could have made, and he had all the time in the world to line up Emmett, he he gets him right in like the one spot where it inconveniences Emmett and nothing else. Right, because you know he would have killed him if he was a better shot. He's just a bad shot. And then Emmett throws his gun away. And I wonder, like, how often people just have to throw their guns away. Like, that would cost a lot of money <laughs> to have to keep buying guns. Or do you just keep picking up guns off of dead people so that you have enough guns? 
I like to assume that, like Emmett's like if I survive this I'll get that gun later but right now like it got it, it like the 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 whole thing the, the the mechanisms of the inside just got like blown out by that that bullet so it's like it's it's a paperweight to me right now so just get rid of it right uh, and I'll hit him with my yeah my 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 uh my single action army yeah and what? then Emmett shoots the outhouse. Which, you know, if there's anybody hiding in there, <laughs> they're dropping it. They're, they're dropping a load. <laughs> yeah. One thing I, I wish, I, I know they can't do it because they just, they build a Western town in the middle of the, uh, of the wilderness of California. I would have loved if they could have found a way to do an aerial shot. Like if they could have at least like kept it tight. You don't have to go too wide, but I would have loved it if you could have seen like, where they kind of are because they're they're going in and out of the and I'm kind of losing direction of like where yeah. we are in the location. I would have loved it if you could just kind of like because you would get nervous if you knew where they were and like who's going to catch up with who first and who's going to have the drop because they're just kind of like riding around and it's kind of hard to tell like where is somebody in relation to another. Now I know McKendrick, we're going to find out in a minute. He's also he's also trying to lead Emmett into traps. He's just like I got my goons all over this town. And if I can just get Emmett in one of those crossfires, we can, we can, we can, we can take him out. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm, assuming, I'm, I'm assuming Emmett's like keeping his eyes up on, up on the uh, the uh, on the second floors and the balconies because he's like I don't know where you know if, you know because he killed most of their guys at that ranch outside town. I do remember that. So they yeah. don't have as many cronies as they, as they did a week ago. Yeah, yeah, and they've already at this point they've already taken out a few more deputies as well and so yeah there aren't too many people left God, i think I just basically <laughs> mckendrick he's got a sharpshooter i think up above we'll see in a future minute and Cobb is sitting around somewhere oh, that's another thing right like like i know i know Cobb is what is it? it's a, a pain no what's what's kevin klein's character's name is it is it hey payton 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 yeah, I know. I know they. That's their beef. They got beef between those two guys. But still, yep. yeah, Cobb's like watching, like, look at him go, going around <laughs> circles, just as I planned. Yep. <laughs> just sit, just just sitting there, like, yeah, uh, my fights with painted. I mean, you you guys, you guys handle each other there. Yep. He's a pretty selfish guy. Well, so is Peyton, but at least Peyton has a good heart, and he. So, yeah, because so if what, if what I'm gathering here is that, yeah, Payton was like one of Cobb's, like one of his cronies at the time, and they did bad stuff. But it, looks, right. it sounds like Payton is definitely a reformed man now. Yeah, he doesn't do that anymore. He just likes to drink and run gambling tables and womanize. <laughs> I, I would have liked it, though, if you if we could have, because I, I mean, Kevin Klein, I feel he's got a very... I don't know, like a soft and like decently friendly face. I don't find him very threatening. Mm-hmm. I think it would have been interesting to really see like a flash of that, like a flash of old Peyton somehow in his eyes. He could have given someone a look or like, like he would have curled his teeth for a second and then pulled back. Like, no, 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 I'm not that man anymore. I think that would have been interesting because it would have, it would, you would, you could have seen what Cobb still thinks he sees in Peyton. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I just I you know what it is. I'm, I'm definitely putting too much of like because that's that plot point is the same thing with Quick and the Dead, where it's like, where whereas uh, Russell Crowe is this reformed killer who used to run with with uh, with uh, Gene Hackman, and and so he's like a reformed man. Now Gene Hackman's like, now you're a crazy killer, 
and Russell Crowe, he, like he's good with a gun, but like he doesn't want to. He wants to be a pacifist. So like I, I see they could have done something like that with Payton back then in the eighties, where they had this like yeah, like I, don't, I just I just see Kevin Kline. Oh, he's a nice guy. And also, I'm also putting like his character from Wild Wild West in, where he's like a little like a like a gentle like kindly nerd. So I definitely I know I'm retroactively putting that on Kevin Klein here. So mm-hmm. that's also my fault. I also like him in Wild 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 west i think it's a fun i don't think it's a great i think it's a fine decently fun film yeah it is it is it's different kevin klein oh my gosh i love this train kenneth branagh and selma hayek and it's a whole new west it's just fun it's yeah. yeah it's it's but you know what it's like it came at that perfect time where we're like we like we're interested in watching will smith get into zany situations where they right like independence day men in black and this it was like it's not bad yeah. i yeah. could be spending worse saturdays doing stuff and steampunk steampunk can be fun i like steampunk so yeah, yeah I, it was a fun I'm, movie i'm trying to think like we haven't I, I yeah i don't think yeah steampunk is like kind of i guess died out because you're right i don't hear or see much about it much anymore it would be I would love to kind of like uh, kind of dabble with that. Now we're all just doing cyberpunk. Now yeah. it's just cyberpunk. <laughs> Star Wars is, I mean, Star Wars just did cyberpunk. Star Wars. I mean, by this point, like that episode has gone by, but like, yeah, they're starting to yeah. show people with cyberpunk modifications and, and, and stuff. And so I have mixed feelings about that, but that's another, that's another yeah, show. Yeah, <laughs> I know, I know. Jim should have put that in the pack. He's like, please don't talk about politics. Please don't talk about Star Wars right now. Like, cause yeah. No oh, Boba Fett talk. <laughs> I know. I can do. I can easily do ten minutes on that. But um. Yeah. But no. But yeah. All right. Back. Back to yeah. Back to uh. Let's see. Back to Silverado. Yeah. Let me make sure if there's any other. Yeah. Winchester 1866 made to look like the Henry 1860. They say yada yada yada. Uh. Winchester 1873 carbine is uh also what a lot of these guys are using. Yeah. The Emmett's 1873 rifle is hitting the side. This jams the inside mechanism. This is showing a nice close-up of the case and the receiver. Uh, notice how the semi-camouflage metal plate is attached to the receiver to protect the gun from bullet squib. I must be, I must be like, I'm not sure if bullet squib is like movie talk or gun talk. Not sure. That's that's Internet Movie Firearms database for you. Yeah, squib is a fun word. Yeah, I have no fun. idea what it means. But... <laughs> I don't like, yeah, I don't know squibs from like 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 bullets, like 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 blood squibs. Like, oh, I got shot a thousand times. Blood squibs. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. So, and that's another thing. Is like this movie I find is like for all the murders we see, very bloodless. I guess that's how they were able to like make sure they got rid of the censors. They were like, look, don't worry, we're gonna stab Slim. He's just gonna fall. We're gonna slick. We're gonna stab Slick. He's gonna get no blood. No blood. No blood. Don't worry, Jeff Goldblum didn't get any blood on him. All right. Yeah, it is uh, a little pretty clean, pretty clean shots and stabs. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're probably like, we have a chance to show this to children, but we can't do the blood. They're going to lose their minds if they see Jeff Goldblum just like stumbling, just his organs, his blood spewing. <laughs> Danny Glover's like, I told you what I do. Gives him, gives him that lethal weapon look. Yeah. Yo, gambling's just been revoked. I'm kind of surprised for an 80s film because usually kind of anything goes in the PG range still. Yeah. But but I guess with CGI and everything else as time has gone on, things have gotten things have gotten bloodier as 
time has gone on you think i think so no i do think so i i i i'm, I'm very curious if that was a lawrence kasdan move like maybe he thought it's more pro- uh marketability if we make this western a little bit easier make it like a little bit more family friendly yeah because I, I i i'm looking at his movies and yeah nothing i mean a lot obviously a lot of it's writing credits but yeah nothing here is a none of his filmographies as anything i would consider vulgar or violent so maybe he was like let's do a western film we'll get a good good cast of actors in and we'll keep it in the soft pg-13 rating so like because i'm trying to think right now it's 85 i don't know tv might be starting to play some movies like i'm trying to think like yeah it's like i don't know if hbo is even existing right now like i'm trying to think like i mean the home the home tv market of 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 tapes is coming out betamax vhs is probably starting to become a little more common so maybe they're like all right we can get more vhs sales we make it a little bit more family friendly and, and less she like i'm trying to think like i don't think i don't know how many westerns back in the 80s were like violent people got shot but i don't remember ever being like violent it wasn't until like right. the 90s when they started doing like yeah when like clint eastwood was doing his like post spaghetti uh regretful old man type movies where it was like oh my god <laughs> this is like heavy like people get shot and, you know they're like you know ah, slowly dying You're like jesus you right know? so so uh so i think that's why also kind of makes this chase in the shootout just kind of like a little like the stakes don't feel super high because it's it feels very Saturday morning cartoon of how they're being how these guys are chasing each other around the, the uh around the town. Yep. I see that. I'm with you. All right. So yeah, I mean that's 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 mostly my mystery 122. I don't want to get yeah too much into the, the next shootout. That's gonna be for tomorrow's tomorrow next episode's situation. Yes. Agreed. All right, read us out. Uh, if you'd like to connect with us on social media and join in the conversation, go to the Midnight Star, the Silverado Minute Listener Saloon on Facebook and on Twitter at Silverado MXM. And you can also find the Silverado podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or the main um, website, SilveradoMinute.com. So join us tomorrow for uh, episode... 123 of Silverado Minute. Oh. And now you say yeehaw. I didn't say yeehaw. You didn't catch the yeehaw? <laughs> no, I caught. I heard ah. That's all oh, I heard. I yelled it. I yelled it from across the room to try and get an echo. All right. Oh, no, I didn't hear it. <laughs> well, now I gotta say it, and I'm gonna keep all this in. Yeehaw! <laughs>